We have to redo the levels every single time. That's the same level we have every time. It sounds exactly the same as it did the last show. I'd argue with you, but I don't think that you'd see my point of view. But that's all right. Why don't we start? I guess I'll persevere. What else choice do I have? So I was at this loft space downtown. You know how they do the art walk? Yeah, and they had this little installation, and so they had this like this little man. It looked like he was in some type of weird costume. Mm-hmm. And he was crowded around, and there was like four other artists around him, and then there was like five. And, and I didn't realize it was actually a gangbang, and they were all just slamming their penises in his mouth. And that's why that little Muppet Beaker can't talk anymore. He just go. That's a terrible story. <laughs> Roll it. It's a terrible story. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just cut that one. That was awful. I'm going to do these from now on. Whoa. That had no storytelling. Didn't really go anywhere. Oh, it didn't even have a good ending. It just went dirty and then went awful like... That's offensive. <laughs> Let's just do this. Welcome to TVT time. Welcome to TVT time, everyone. It is three oh, thirty. We're recording. I didn't know. How long is that going to play out? <laughs> it's three thirty a.m. It, it, it is, is not three thirty a.m. It is fucking ten a.m. in the morning. Feels like it to me. This it's is a, our first morning show. It is. Someone couldn't record last. You know morning. what? It was my birthday. My nephew was in town. I was doing family things, and I was flexible, saying that I could record this morning. <laughs> it's true. And by family things, I mean I took him to drag queen bingo. Family. That's what you do for your family. That's what you do for your family. Uncle mm-hmm. goes. So we're actually, this is the first, this is, we're having coffee this morning. Yeah, we need it. So first time we're not drinking alcohol in a show. Let's see how this goes. Ladies. If that story tells you anything, you might want to click off um. now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in the morning. So uh, we're going to try to per- try to persevere with this thing. We are going to persevere. Um, we shall pers- overcome. We're going to go persevere. Purse. Purse. Persevere. Persequeer. Persequeer. That's not evil. uh, We're just going to jump right in. We're going to jump right in. Where's my... Where's my... Let's talk about... Let's talk about our... Okay, so we've got a lot to talk about. This was a... Feud is bringing it. This is a great, great, great episode. Very excited. Let us hear what people said last week. In our new segment... Not a new segment. (laughs) Let's just always say new. It's new to us. In our new segment... T for two. And T for, for you. you. For you. Talking about your notes. For you. Jake has the comments today. We're going to read them from okay. her Okay. We're going to read them from my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, because nothing is more entertaining than two people on recording on a phone reading off something on a phone. Welcome to 27 Queen. Hashtag budget. <laughs> Hashtag budget. All right. Let's talk about, oh... I love this one. This okay. is from yeah. You talk. You want to talk about that? Yeah. One? Okay. Uh, this is from Christian Broughton, who came with us from our recaps of Riverdale. River which Christian we thank brought you so much. it. He brought it. He brought. Look him. at you. Look at that. L- it's a pun. Oh. Thank you. You're being so improv-y, 
uh, grateful today. I am grateful. Hashtag grateful. <laughs> anyway, right. what a Christian. So thing. thank you, Christian. He says, uh, I love, he says, um, I love Jackie Hoffman. I love the writing on the show and I love you guys. Oh, we love you. Thank you for coming we with us. We love you, Christian. On our new venture. Christian looks cute. Look, look at their little tie and their shirt. Christian looks like he, the way you would dress in a uh, college recital your freshman year. Oh, I bet you, you wore vest though, so that's, hmm. that's very specific. They were questionable. We also have a comment from Icy Blue Sapphire. Icy Blue Sapphire, who says Anna Mae Bullock, aka Tina Turner, was born and raised you just in said Tina Turner. <laughs> Tina Turner was raised in Nutbush, Tennessee. Nutbush City limits. Nutbush Tennessee. I don't know that song. You don't know anyway, that song. She's not Nutbush. Oh, Nutbush. She's not, it's too early for she's that. She's not where I thought she was from. No, it's like Detroit, right? I think I said Harlem. That's racist. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I heard, no, in my defense, I've heard somebody else say Tina Turner's from Harlem. So that's where I thought she no, was from. No, you didn't. You I made did. It up. No, I know I did. I heard it like seven years ago, and I always thought that's where Tina Turner was from. Some, I just believe people. With you. That's what happens when you believe people, um, they lie to you. <laughs> that's what happened. You my mother me. told me that when I was younger. It's, your mother said a lot of things. She has a lot of wisdom. Like my, my mother said, uh, son, about 80% of the people you're going to meet in this world are stupid. <laughs> wow. I was told that as a child. And you know what? She's kind of been right. <laughs> She's kind of been right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you just complimented our audience. No. No, everyone in the audience is, is They're the smart. 20%. Exactly. You no, know, there are a lot of dumb people in this world. A lot of dumb people. I mean, ugh. Now we we grew up in the South, so there's a lot more dumb people in the South. So maybe that's what you're talking about. Are they dumb people? Are they dumb or just less? It's you know, this isn't what the show's about. They're dumb. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, that's that, that's that our tea for two. That was our new segment. And tea for you. you. Tea for you. You. Now let's get and on you. with this show because we've got a. Because I got to start teaching soon because I got to pay the rent. Okay. You do. Yes, because as Jake's mentioned many times before, we're not getting paid for this podcast. I still can't believe it. So um, I'm okay with it. Here, I'm, I'm trying something new. I'm trying – those of you who are on our podcast can't tell, but I'm doing a little Ben-Hur wrap with this shawl. You're doing a different way to wrap your shawl. It covers my bosoms. It, but you're, it, now it looks like – it looked better earlier. Now it looks like a swimsuit wrap for like Miss <laughs> Chattanooga. Se- 70 years old. Yes. Miss Senior USA. Miss Sen- Mrs. USA. Mrs. Senior. I always love it when they do Mrs. USA. I would love to do that. You'd be a good Mrs. I You'd would represent us good. well. I would represent us well. I'd win. Bring out your Wonder Woman mixer. I would. My cousin Lori was a fourth runner at Miss Oklahoma. It's in my blood. Oh, God. Here we go. It is. She only quit because she wanted to have children. But before that, they said if she would have gone on another one, that she would have won Miss America. When she sang Dolly Parton's I Will Love You, there was not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> All right, and that's that's the end of that segment. All right, let's jump right into tea bags, let's, you guys. What's your there first? There was a lot going on. Yes, here. are you going to tea bag me first? <laughs> I said it that way, and I regretted it immediately. If we ever get on television, <laughs> ever, you ever. can't say things like that. What? Not if we're on HBO <laughs> or Showfax. Showfax. What's it called? Yes, Showtime. <laughs> Showfax is your goddamn. You're such a fucking gross actor. That's Show facts. Sh- 
For that's those of you who don't our, know, that's where we show get. facts is where you get sides, <laughs> and all the actors had to download it from this. Eh, it was, everyone, everyone heave a, like a vomit because he's just <laughs> talked about something that was so actory and gross. All right, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I'm, eh, I'm still, still trying to digest that. <laughs> all right, <sighs> so. I want to talk about. Whew, I'm giggly in the morning. Shut up. Just shut up. I'm like my. No, shut up. I'm, I want to talk. I just want to say I'm giggly like my my ass at a. This is no going chocolate, nowhere. Chocolate bar. That's that's I'm not, not appropriate. About sweet things. Anyway, um, I want to talk about. Uh, so it happened earlier in the episode. My first is about uh, Joan Crawford getting the poor neighbor girl fired. The little, the little blonde girl, blonde girl mm-hmm. when he saw, she saw her like acting with a crew, and she said, "My grandmother has loved you since she was a kid. Never say that Never to a woman. Say that to an actor, and it doesn't matter. Just just keep your mouth shut. You yeah. know how it sounds. I'm sorry. You're um, you're stupid, blonde girl. You're part so of anyway, that. So anyway, she's like, she's like Bob. You're what? When we your have to in. we we have to pack her bags. We have to get this done. So anyway, that it was it was over after that, and she got then then when Bob wouldn't do it, she got Betty Davis to go to Bob. Yes, and I don't know it was a great little settle of machinations she like set into bank. But I enjoy a good firing. You um, know, this is uh, 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 well, well, I, I'm going to talk about it now because this is kind of one of my lines, but it's just so probably because it's the scene where she goes and talks to Betty Davis. Yes. And then she, and basically she's talking to Betty Davis about this blonde girl. And Betty Davis is of course like, I don't give a fuck about a young girl. I'm Betty Davis. Why Mm -hmm. are you threatened by her Joan? And then Joan totally switches gears. She really is the queen of passive aggressiveness. And she switches gears and starts talking. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she starts saying, oh, Betty, what you're doing with this character is so oh. fantastic. And, and the makeup, you know, because Betty Davis is making herself look horrible. Mm-hmm. And then she says, then she pauses right before she closes the door. And she says, I have to say, Joan, what you're doing is incredibly brave. <laughs> that is some fucking shade. That you're is so brave. Hashtag so brave. So brave. I so brave. Anyway, I just, I just love a good firing. I literally went when she said that. All right. Okay. Speaking of Susan Sarandon, my tea bag number two. Yes. I want to talk with the, this is led by, I feel like Susan Sarandon, we've talked about her body language is on point with Betty Davis, but there's been like, I was reading some stuff on other blogs and forums where people, people seem either pissed that she's not doing, they feel like Jessica Lange is doing more of a Joan Crawford and they feel like Susan Sarandon is just being Susan Sarandon, which I um, disagree. I disagree. But that said, I did hear more Betty Davis in her vocal inflection this episode. What a dump. <sighs> Trademark that. Yeah, I think it's already been trademarked by Betty <laughs> fucking Davis, not you. <sighs> anyway. You sound like um, a nutcracker that has something stuck up his ass. What a Dumb. Anyway, do you agree? Did you notice her voice felt a little different I, this episode? I did. I, I. What do you think of Susan Sarandon? I. Playing this, playing this role. I, I like the way she's playing it. I, I do too. I, I, I'm, I'm a little. Uh, this is such a gay conversation. <laughs> this is so I, I'm, gay. I, I could straddle both. Wow, <laughs> points of view there. Um, I can understand why people would want to play it, but, but people are expecting a certain 
campiness to the character and people were, because she was a persona she was a big persona yeah she was and 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 but I think she's doing a great job the way she walks the way she carries herself yeah. the styling everything is really appropriate for her um, I think it's a more personal. I'm I'm okay with it, and I'm I'm okay with a little bit of you know. But job, Lynch, you're in she, that chair. She did say that this mm-hmm. this, uh, but I loved again how they use that. This is like yes, I just blew my nose. I'm glad you're blowing your goddamn nose in the middle it's of the, the show. It's the morning. Do you need to douche while we're here and get ready for a date later. Might as well just spray it up there and just bend over and do the show. Do the show while you're laying your head on the floor. We'll wait. Put on some curlers. Put some curlers in my hair. Hey, if we're doing this in the morning, you're just on my, 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 my rules. You know what? You ruined my point. Let's just go on. Well, you already dropped a story that I wanted you to put in earlier. I did? Yes. What did I want That's to talk fine. about? The, about? The firing. Oh. Which you couldn't even be bothered to I do. I forgot about that, Joan Crawford, the fine. Too oh. late. We're already No, I'm it. talking about this because I brought it up earlier. The reason why – we're going back to teabag number one because the reason why Jake <sighs> loves Joan Crawford getting that blonde fired, and he wouldn't admit this at first, but the reason why he loves it is because when he worked at the gay bookstore, <laughs> this – they call him – did they call you? They called you Jackie, which Jackie? Miss, yeah, Miss they called Jackie. you Miss Jackie at the bookstore, or the or the witch. And there was about a two week span where this little twink got hired, and <laughs> two weeks later, the bitch was gone because Jake got her fired. Well, what did he do again? <laughs> I came in one night and I had on. This is why I love just Crawford. a camo print shirt and just like a a pair of pants with a little tiny pinstripe little tiny you could barely see it mm-hmm. and the little twink said looked up walked over to me and said what happened did you get dressed in the dark and i just kind of stared at him was like <laughs> and other people kind of looked name? in the store jeffrey i can remember it <laughs> not because i cast any spell on him and put some chicken bones on the floor <laughs> But I might, he might as well have. That's, now and then, now my, I just kind of stared at him, and then everyone in the store is like, "Uh oh!" And so, then that's all I heard about for fucking two so weeks. So then, every day. So he had a couple other problems, meth addiction. No, that that was. Anyway, I just kind of whispered in the manager's ear because I was the more valuable employee. That wow. he's not really doing good work here. He's he's um, and so I got all my other employees against him as well. Was he actually doing good work? He was a twink who worked at a bookstore. What's good work <laughs> at the gay bookstore? Yeah, you move shit around and use the register. And he couldn't do that very well. He was okay. <laughs> no, no one, no one actually did a good job. They were there to go out to Mickey's later on. You know, what do you, what do you do? I was there just because I wanted to work, work around books. And I could use the bookstore to hook up with people afterwards. <laughs> there we are. So you whispered in your manager ear that he wasn't doing a good job. And he was gone within a week. Wow. Sorry. Didn't you also say that he was using- Sometimes you we that- have to do things as women. Didn't you also say that he was using again? No, that was someone else. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, more of the story. Don't work with this. Don't queen. work at the gay bookstore. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. Because I wanted to call you on it. I appreciate that. All right. Anyway, go on to your tea bag. Where am I? 
Where am I? Teabag number two. Oh, oh, I know what it is. I love all the film clips. Oh, those uh, are great. They're showing like all the old black and white. Yeah. Like, there was a couple that Joan Crawford had. My favorite was uh, with Betty Davis and the Little Foxes when <sighs> Susan Sarandon's face slash Betty Davis, she's like this, and her, she's watching her husband die at the end because she won't help him to get his medicine, and she's like this. For the podcast listeners, I just did a really good Betty Davis face. <laughs> it kind of looked like an orgasm. <laughs> I want you to define really good and define what your <laughs> orgasm looked like. Because to me, that looked like, you know, like when a baby has a lemon for the first time and they just are completely, just don't know, their senses are overloaded. That's what it looked like to me. Anyway, it's, it's, I love the film clips. It's great. We they're like sh- it. They're showing, uh, what is the movie where she says, what a dump? They show that movie. What is that? Um, then they also showed some clips with Joan Crawford. Clint, tell us what that movie is. Oh, I, I guess we could record Boy, it. That was a that was a your move where what? Betty, where Joan Crawford was in that field. She's like, can someone just get an exec? What is this about? What are we <laughs> yeah. doing? That is Jake Anthony. Someone I, tell me what this movie's about. I mean, oh, all right. I've said that a lot. You've said that a lot. I've been on shows, and I'm like, what is this even about? <laughs> it's true. It's true one person a grip and tell me what Lindsay this is about Lindsay hears you say i don't understand one more time <laughs> i think she would i don't understand what my character do- is doing here i think Lindsay would uh throw a table all right um okay i really like the scene this is a little bit hearkening to the voiceover of kathy bates and uh olivia to have who uh, plays john blundell yeah john and blundell and, and olivia to have them played by um, Kathy, Kathy Jones. Jones, who I love. and they're filming at the um dorothy chandler, dorothy chandler. and it looks the same today with it those looks... gold pillows and gold couches if you have if you live in los angeles and you haven't been to the dorothy chandler it's gorgeous you're missing out and it's also very like 1970s solid gold realness it is beautiful yeah it's beautiful but I really thought they did a great job, you know, because a lot of people know that Betty Davis and Joan Crawford are a few, but we don't know why a lot yeah. of – we just knew that it – and so she did this great in like a succinct minute of just describing how Joan Crawford literally was sold like a fucking cow meat that's the way property. It used to be, yeah. Sold from MG – or let go from they were from traded, and it was really yes. gross. And she was kicked out and then bought by Jack Warner, who we later find out is just a – just a – Terrible Wonderful person at Warner Brothers. How Jack Warner bought her literally at bargain basement prices, and literally they're just at the mercy yep, of whatever man stuff. executive to do whatever they tell them to do. And being so that – Welcome to the women's movement. Yeah, and she explains how Betty Davis was just kind of starting to drift at MGM or at Warner Brothers, so Jack Warner literally started to pit them together. Yep. And and mess with each other to see who could kind of outdo the other. And when one would start slipping, they, he would give more roles to the yeah, other. Like I didn't know Mildred Pierce was given to Betty Davis. I didn't either. I didn't. Yeah, that was new information to me. I would want to talk to the historian new of this show. Information to you? Yes, I want the. Can you imagine the historian on the this show? That is queen an old, with an ascot. Yes, that's like who taught our opera class? Pearl earrings. What's the one who wrote the oh, the, 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 the stick it up the butt cheeks, stick it up my butt cheeks? Who, saw, who talked about? 
<laughs> we once we once had a, an that old is an queen. opera queen. He's an opera queen where we studied school, and he was trying to get us a, trying to help us remember a rhythm of a certain. <laughs> and it was like, and he just said randomly, "This man's like seventy. He's probably dead now." To a college he's class, like seventy-eight years old at the time, and he just goes, "Stick it up my butt cheeks. Stick it up my butt cheeks. Stick it up my butt cheeks." Ricky so Darting died. That's when she fell in love with him. Boy, she loves gay men. <laughs> that is a bang hang. Anyway. Um, what was his name? Mr. Michael, Collins. Co- Michael Collins. Miss Dr. Collins. Where is that queen? I want her to come on this I'm show. I'm sure she's alive. She would be fun. She would be fun. Um, yeah, because she was actually only in her 60s. Yeah. I was thinking of Heiberg. He passed away, right? He did. But recently passed away. All right. I spilled coffee on my notes. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to talk about... This is my next teabag is a scene that uh, did not happen with, with Betty Davis or Joan Crawford. And it was the scene with Bob Aldrich and his wife. Mm. And she was the one who played like the kind of dikey cop on First Watch or some cop show, Law and some, Order, SB, Cop Watch. Blues. Blues. Blue uh, Time. Blues Clues. <laughs> Somebody oh, should make a detective series watch of blues. Me cop. Somebody should make a detective series of blue and call it Blues Clues. <laughs> but it's like Blues Clues meets SVU. Like it's just Blues Clues blues, getting like clues. raped and killed, and we have to figure out the clues. Okay, I'm okay, just, everyone. <laughs> I guess I guess the morning is a time we talk about horrible things. You know what? That is a sketch. <laughs> no, it's not. No one likes to talk about sexual violence and blues clues. People love SVU. A rich I do too. would do that, but I don't want animated characters in it. Bum bum. <laughs> Does he bark? I never watched yeah, Blues Clues. Oh, I just know the the guy who, the guy who he's uh, in a rock band. Did now, it? Steve. Yeah. Said we had creative differences. I'm sorry. You just show up and do your fucking job, and you made a lot of money. He did. I'm the creative differences. Fuck, I, I, I would sit there and look at a mushroom and talk about kabuki theater if I got paid a lot of money. Creative differences mean you'd rather jack off than go to your job. Exactly. That's a lot of people's um, job. Uh, so my favorite, getting back to the scene, the, uh, he's so he's there talking with his wife mm-hmm. uh, and the and you know about, about the women. And he said, "I'm going to pit them against each other." By leaking a, she's, she's like, you know, even though it's not the truth, it's still going to hurt. Yes, even though you're not and, telling the truth, it's going to And that's hurt. when she's like, you know, and I know about blah, 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 your mistress, blah, blah, she's blah. like, I know about Becky with the good hair. <laughs> that's, that's, where, be- that's where Becky and the good hair came from, that's actually. actually where it comes from. Little known fact. Mm-hmm. And so then, so she's kind of the unsung hero of this episode. She is. Uh, well, she really. Becky, not, 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 uh, not, Molly is her name, I think. She's like the. The voice and the a voice cries out in the wilderness. Okay, that's we're gonna what, move on. That's what she's like. Um, what's your she's next like, tea bag? My tea bag number three. It is the scene where uh, uh, with Jack and Bob with uh, and Stanley Tucci. Look at him, Stanley Tucci. I said Bob. But Stanley Tucci is – he's killing his Jack. They say fuck a lot in this show. They I'm do. I them. love it. Good for you, FX. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Network, network television. Yes, it's fuck, about fuck, time. Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's early. That was rough. Ooh, I know. Wow. Ooh. So this is a scene where we really see Jack Warner and Bob Aldridge, the director. Because see, Betty Davis and Joan Crawford – they weren't getting along as they were just Gertrude. using each other's relationship mm-hmm. to get what they wanted. And but anyway, because they had to, because even women who didn't like each other, which still happens now, 
have to work together against men. It's and, but really back then. And people are and they're setting it up like a cat fight. They are. And, and so Jack Warner's like really got super it. misogynist. Yeah, it was incredible to me. Even though I knew this happened, it still actually made me sick in my stomach to see literally Jack Warner tell Almost Bob for Aldridge. Sport. Yes, like yep. for the fun of it, you have to have these women go at each other yep. like a fucking dog fight. Yeah, it's gross. It was it was I mean, wonderfully done, but disgusting. Agree. Women have gotten the Women? short end of the stick. I don't know if anybody's ever said think, that before. I think that's a very that's the first brave time, thing to say. You know what? That is the first time someone you, said sometimes that. Sometimes you have to take a stand. I am taking a stand for women. Women have had it a little rough. We should make an International Women's Day and start it. I've heard someone said the future is female. You know what? You That's good. You should copy I should, that. I should get that on a shirt. I am a woman. Hear me roar. We still don't know the words of that song. <laughs> All right. What's your tea Hello, bag? Um, my next one is – okay. We've got one bar left, this so is the a, battery might go this, out. Keep going. No one cares. Uh, this is a huge, huge subject, and it is the fact that Judy Davis wore three hats in this episode. Three. One was like this kind of weird like – Watermelon slash ruffle thing. It was the second was a huge black feather that was like slooped over her. It like literally this, it, like it, a little it, tongue licking. It her. was like the top of Big Bird, but it black. Is. And the third was my favorite, which was kind of like a dandelion on top, but it was all white feathers. And Judy Davis was giving her best drunk face, which is like Judy Davis is a national Australian tre- treasure. She may be my second or third favorite thing about this show. Just because she's in it and she's chewing the scenery and she loves it. And, and she loves it. Oh, she loves it too. So, and it's so great. Judy Davis, come on our show. You will never. <laughs> she will never. No. Um, again, we love you. It's just what? You're making some little boy in Montana gay. And, she is. You know, good for you. Yeah. Some, sorry. Good. Parents, you. parents, you shouldn't be letting that child watch this show. <laughs> you should. But regardless, regardless, you know, I, I approve. He's a Mary now. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I uh, nah, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love Judy Davis. Love Judy we love Davis. Head of Hopper. Ju- love the love the character. We oh, I know what her. I was going to say. You know, with this episode, did such a great job of having. In the 70s, listening to the documentary, even they were talking about how nothing's changed now a little bit. Such a good job of it. We see so many strong women and what mm-hmm. they're having to do. What Hedda Hopper's having to do yes, just to get ahead. She was, an, she was a failed actress. Yes, exactly. But she said, you know, now this is what I do. But she and, – and that she's writing dirt about – Fucking Joan Crawford's tits, yeah. like that's like the basest. It wasn't even like good gossip. It was literally thirteen-year-old middle school bullshit. Um, and that you, this show's just well written. Yep. It's doing well. Okay, so my next tea bag is so it's the last scene where we're we're not sure, but I think it kind of tells us next week. I'm pretty sure that um, Betty Davis and Bob Aldridge were. I was just gonna do that. We are linked. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, I just grossed out myself. Wow, that just—it's early. Why did I sound like a cabbage patch? That is what I sound like when I have sex. Oh, stop! No, it's not. Okay, no, I don't care. Go on. 
But so they're having they had sex, but we think we think, but also too, it's is Robert Aldridge, Bob Aldridge, the director, is he really is he comforting Betty Davis or is Betty Davis actually taking control back with sex? Because that is the one thing I feel like that women could always kind of get on top per se no yeah. pun intended and, and john crawford later on tries to do it as well it was shows she sleeps with we see that she jack warner probably fucked her yeah remember and when she just moved over to mgm and she talked about her scenes during with autumn during autumn leaves with bob aldrich yes and so she started so they use sex they use so what do you think do you think betty davis was playing the poor martyr or do you think she was taking control i'm going to straddle that topic and say that <laughs> that it's some the truth lies somewhere in between her legs. Yes, I think I think more she was taking control back because anyway. also knowing that the next movie that Betty very, Davis Davis with, with Bob Aldridge. Yeah, and but I think she's a very lonely person too, and I think she was that that was the he, he was I, that gets me to my next tea bag mm-hmm. is that. These women are lonely and isolated. Mm-hmm. These two women, mm-hmm. um, because they are at, they are kind of pinnacles of what they've established. Mm-hmm. At the same time, mm-hmm. um, but mostly they're isolated because of their ambition mm-hmm. and how you know it's. They, they always say there's there, you know, they've been written about it with women. You have to be, uh, you either have to be the sweetie, or mm-hmm. you have to be the bitch. And both these women got called that. And uh, it's they're they're trying to play the game, and they they're kind of not apologizing for it, and so that makes them isolated. And also, they're women who are older; they're they're fifties, women in their fifties, and in the in the nineteen sixties, to be an actress in your fifties was not a kind thing. Oh. And I I just love this show. Love this <laughs> oh, God. Show. Can you That's... imagine feeling isolated because of your talent? I don't know what you're talking. about. I don't know either. Having had people, having had people have be jealous of you. Would no. What's your last one? My last one. Well, really, we have the kind of the same last. We were going to have this take up two tea bags, but you just totally forgot this. Oh, okay. So I'm glad you fucked it up. I'll now. piggyback on it. Fine. So this is worth like five tea bags, but the scene where. Bob Aldridge <sighs> and Betty Davis <sighs> are rehearsing. I've written a letter to, to Daddy. Daddy. That was, and he's doing the movements. He's doing the movements with and he, her. And then he takes his when foot. He takes her foot when he it, takes her foot. When he takes her foot, I clutched it. my pearls. I did. I went. Too. I was like, "What is that?" Because the what Betty Davis is like. You're not going to make me look stupid. You're not going to. And the most, oh, she looks at him really, really pathetically and says. You won't make me look ridiculous, will you? And my heart just melts. Ugh. Anyway, so he's showing her the movements, and then the camera just goes in on her hands at the end. And you know they've had this moment, and you know that that's going to be something special when they film it. And That's my favorite scene so far. And Now, we've only seen two episodes. No, that's my favorite scene. I, I, want, I wonder if they're – because I'm noticing they're almost showing – the the pivotal scenes of the movie that we talked about, like they show the but you are Blanche scene, they showed that mm. like in the dailies when Jack and we saw it, but they were um, they were practically talking over it. Yes. So I'm wondering in this instead of recreating these magical moments from the movie, if Ryan Murphy they kind of feel like we're not going to recre- be able to recreate 
what the movie did, but showing the behind the scenes of yeah, what I, that was like building up to that. I don't think it's that. about the movie. I think it's, no, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, that's what I'm saying. I think they're making a stylistic choice of we're not just going to redo the scenes from what happened we'll, to Baby James. We'll see, it's really well I don't done. think we'll see m- m- many of the scenes. I don't like I don't think we we're going to see her singing written a letter to daddy. Let's hope not. I think we've already seen the most we've, important part. Exactly. That's what I think um, that they're showing. I loved it. Okay, those were our tea bags. Those were our tea. I want to talk bags. about our uh, stop, stop, god damn it. I had that coffee and we had a donut. Our quotables. I had to give him sugar our, so he'd wake the I'm, fuck up. <laughs> our strong tea. Strong tea, big portions. I don't remember what this <laughs> section's called. What's it called? Something like quotables. Did What's I say it? quotables? Strong. Strong tea. Whatever. Something. It's strong tea. It's fucking it's quotes. quotes. Okay? Just fucking listen. Okay, here's, here's my favorite. Uh, I'll start out with some. They're all <gasps> Betty Davis, I feel like, except for one. So Betty Davis says, I don't need subtext, Bob. I need, need good, good texts. texts. Don't was... do my. Don't do me doing Betty Davis. I was agreeing with you. I like that but line. You, fine. Why can't we like the same line? But you are doing your impression was like you were impressing you were impersonating me doing Bay oh, Davis. Yeah, because yours is really authentic <laughs> and is. really hits the mark. All right, and then what's your next one? I'll go because we're behind. No, mine is it's not even. Um, mine is not even a line. Here we go. It's when Betty Davis is watching. They're fighting, or with, and she. You just see Betty Davis's hand stretch out, and she's just motioning like that. You know, kind of how like a, a cigarette. Yeah, a girl brings her a cigarette. You know how kind of like want a cigarette girl. You know how kind of like you do to like little Latinos in rage. <laughs> you just go like this, and they just come to you. Come to me. What if we just did that for 30 minutes? <laughs> Someone would watch it. Nix, Someone. would you watch us do that for 30 minutes? <laughs> I don't think Nix would. Um, <laughs> I don't think Nix would. Um, anyway, what's your uh, next I, My line? next one is, uh, so after, Betty, after the line about Betty Davis has been leaked about her being old enough to be Joan Crawford's mother. <sighs> She pulls up when her car screeches, screeches, and uh, this uh, this reporter, who is my friend Veronica, it's very. I just fucking dropped a name. That, that's that's wow. A, that's that's gross, worse than show. That's facts. as gross as you being like, oh, I want to give you things. But um, uh, <laughs> so and so she says, Miss Davis, what do you think about the 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 gossip column? And she says, What's your name, sweetheart? She says, Sylvia. Fuck off, Sylvia. That was loved you know, it. You know what? That reminded me of my grandma Hazel Jean. Oh, and that's here all I'm we gonna, go. No, that's all I'm gonna say. Just reminded me and of her Hazel jet Jean. black hair. Well, it ended up blonde. She only dyed black for my cousin Kevin's wedding. There we are. But it did remind me of the time that my my grandma Hazel found out that her husband Andrew A W was cheating on her, and she walked over to his mistress's house and beat her chin off with a chili can. That truth. did not happen. She did. She no one. She did it while her kids watched in the Buick. Hit her with a chili can on the chin. <laughs> we laugh about it now. I she guess you can the... laugh about domestic violence you after it's done. I think my grandma okay, was. We, we're going to have to talk about this afterward because I've got to hear more details about where she got a chili can. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Anyway. I've got my quotable. I got one more, and then we're done. Well, I'm just trying to k- carry on with that because I. That's all I want to discuss now. <laughs> well, keep going. Well, so I love it when um, – so the news comes out where uh, 
Joan Crawford called Luella Parsons after after Betty Davis's thing about her boobs leaked with Hedda Hopper. She calls Luella Parsons, who's also a gossip columnist, and she leaks some shit about Betty Davis. And then that comes out, and then Betty Davis goes to Joan Crawford's dressing room, and she's telling her – she's kind of confronting her, and Joan Crawford's like, oh, I don't know what she's talking about at all. And basically Betty Davis says, while you're taking a shit of butterflies <gasps> and moonbeams – I'm going to steal this, this picture. picture from you. See, I didn't mind that you echoed my quote. I liked it. I thought it was effective. It's because I did it with style. But that was that. You know what? Shade is shade. And shade is has, shade. Shade and is shade. And somebody have words, but for someone to shade you with their talent, that's <laughs> another level. Um, I've seen this one do that to people. <laughs> I, I I literally have seen this job. one do that to people. Um. Speaking of shade That's my and, and shading with talent, I have one more. Okay. Um, and uh, it's, it's come from Joan Crawford, and she said when she and uh, her her blonde Twinkie were – he came in from Palm Springs, and, he, and she says, Gary, I think it's time to recast. And that is going to be the best way to break up with someone ever. Ever. And that is what I'm going to say from now on. Which is so true. That's what Joan Crawford really thought about. I really do think that Betty Davis was in this for the work. And mm-hmm. Joan Crawford was really in this for, for the, the fame. stardom. Yeah, yeah, for the fame. Mm. I think she liked being I think she liked people. being an actor, yeah. But yeah, I think she probably got to where. She loved being herself more. Um, well, I think. That I is, think that is it. That is our, we that is our early morning. It was even a little bit of a longer <sighs> show. It went fine. We did, maybe we should start doing these in the morning. No. All Why? right. So anyway, watch I, us. Watch us next time. It'll be next uh, Sunday. Or next Sunday is the yeah, next Yeah, Sunday is, is a, is a So Monday. Catch us Monday. Riverdale is on break right now until March We're going to have some special nuggets still, for you. Special nuggets that we're going to figure, figure out still. So, but it's going to be amazing. See you guys soon. And I'm going to hear about this chili can. Wait, can no. Hit someone in the face. You but. know what? If you, leave a, if you leave a review on iTunes.com. We're going to talk about the chili can. I'm gonna, <laughs> we're going to talk about the chili can. You know what? <laughs> Maybe we were, if you leave a review, we won't talk about the chili can. Maybe you don't want to hear it. But yes, go I'm to fine. iTunes. Go to iTunes. Leave a review of this show or of our Riverdale podcast if you're listening to that. Go to tvttime.com, and that's where you can find out all things about us. But really, do leave, leave a review. Leave a review, please. All right, everybody. Chili have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.